Oh yeah, what's up players? Hi guys, it's Kate. This is Date Fails, as you know. Uh, I am here, I am in my apartment today recording. It's actually Friday. My week has been insane. Lately I've been very busy, which is a very good thing. Uh, still poor, still shopping at the 99 cent store. It's so funny in this business. Like I don't know if people outside the business realize that you uh, get very busy and you get a little bit of a following before you get any money. So while you're super busy, you're also, you know, eating um, really awful food and trying to find friends who will give you Adderall so that you can not sleep. Uh, Maybe not everyone. That's my life. I'm really proud of myself because yesterday I was drug free. And I know it's only one day, but I did not take an Adderall yesterday. I also didn't drink yesterday. I didn't even have a coffee. I decided I've been so busy lately and I've been using so many chemical substances to stay alert and alive that I, uh, I decided to take a day and be drug free, including caffeine. And it was a hard day. I was tired all day. You know, when you're so tired that you're talking to people and you start to feel your eyes well up and then you feel tears actually begin to come down your face. Um, that is the worst thing to have happen on a date. And that is what happened to me last night. I was so tired. I just kept crying. And, uh, I think my date thought it was about him, but it was about my lack of drugs. And that's the message today is don't do drugs ever because then when you quit, you'll cry on dates and no one wants you crying on a date. Uh, So on that note, um, let me introduce my guest today. My guest today is a very prolific uh, writer, a very fun, fun girl, someone that I've loved for a long time. I've known my entire life. And, uh, and she's, you know, she's someone that I don't, um, I don't have as a guest very often, but I figured that you guys might enjoy a special episode where the guest is yours truly, me! How anticlimactic was that? This is so weird. So I'm recording an episode for you guys just by myself because this week was so nuts. I, my guest yesterday canceled and then I couldn't find anybody. So I decided what I'm going to do is a special Q&A episode of Date Fails where I let you guys, I mean, you guys send me questions all the time and I often think to myself, these are great questions to answer on the show. And then I get busy uh, talking to the guest and I forget to answer the questions. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to answer the questions. We're going to start right now. But first, before that, a quick message from our sponsor. Yes, that's right. We've got a sponsor back this week. Uh, I've had them before. I love them. I use this product. I say it all the time. I don't know if people realize how serious I am, but like I'm actually obsessed with this product. I was using a different skincare line for the longest time. BioClarity sent me a free package in the mail and I've been using it ever since and I am obsessed with it. It's like the first thing I've ever used that doesn't dry my skin out at all. I feel a little like glowy and dewy and it's just, it's the perfect skincare product. So if you need a new face wash system, 
in your life, BioClarity is the one. It's amazing. There's no harsh chemicals in it. It's calming. It's got green tea extracts and chamomile in it. Chamomile, very soothing. I drink that when I'm PMSing as well, and it calms me down. So if it can calm down a PMSing woman, it can definitely calm down your face. Uh, So make sure you guys check it out. There's uh, no benzyl peroxide in it, which is what causes redness, dryness, irritation. This actually combines the prescription grade salicylic acid and restorative Floralux, which is the green stuff in plants, basically. Well, it's made from that. Anyway, I want you guys to check it out. You got to feel good in your skin. Uh, Everybody's online these days posting selfies and you want your selfies to look fabulous and fierce, as Tyra Banks would say. So get on it, BioClarity. Uh, The way to do it is go to bioclarity.com. All you got to do is enter my discount code DATE, D-A-T-E, DATE. That's easy, bioclarity.com. And you guys will get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping, which saves you 20 bucks, which is honestly unbelievable because the product I was using before was like costing me about 60 bucks a month. So this stuff is affordable. It's amazing. You guys got to check it out. BioClarity. And thank BioClarity for being a sponsor on Date Fails. And you guys are sponsors also. Lots of you have been sponsoring on Patreon, which I greatly appreciate. So moving on, let's get to these questions. Uh, Before we do, I'll give you guys an update on what's going on with my love life, which I'm so glad I don't have anyone else on here today because I always have my friends on and then they make me give away detailed information that I'm trying not to give. Like, first of all, I went on a really great date a couple weeks ago with a guy who's so hot. He's so perfect. He's like on paper, the perfect guy. He's got a body that's a 10. He's got a face that's a 10. Have you ever taken someone on a date when every time you walk away from that person, whoever else is in the room comes up and hits on them? I've never had that happen with any guy I've went out with. I took this guy out. Every time I walked away, I was like, bitch, get the fuck off my date. Every girl, even my friends, were hitting on him. So he's a great catch, and he's really sweet. And, uh, and then he, he brought me home, and we made out. And it was a good make out, but he didn't try to come inside, which is good, you know. And then he kind of he kinda went away. I didn't hear from him at all for like a week, right, which is weird. But then he suddenly hit me up like, hey, let's hang again. And I was like, cool. And then a couple days later, he texted me and said, I listened to your podcast. You promised not to talk about me on your podcast. (laughs) And I was like, it's not my fault. I didn't bring you up. My friend brought you up and I didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't say if you were good or bad. I didn't say much. I just talked about the date. And he was like, yeah, I don't want to be talked about on a podcast. So... That's it. I lost one. Guys, what I'm saying is this. Here's my first tip for your love life. Don't broadcast your love life. This is like the hugest thing, actually, because everyone does it now, and you don't have to have a podcast, although I would suggest you don't start a podcast about your love life. That's, <laughs> that's advice advice number one to be successful in dating. Don't start a podcast. Um, but even like on social media, I feel like everyone is obsessed with posting their relationship on social media. And I get it because you, you know, you like someone and you're excited about them. And who knows the motivation for doing this? Like maybe it's so that all your friends see that you found the perfect guy or the perfect girl. Or maybe it's because I think girls do this because they're just like, 
they're happy and they want all their friends to see they got this great guy and they want the guy to feel secure and they also want like other girls to see like he's mine step off so they tag the guy in photos so he's easy to spot on his own Instagram with a girlfriend and I think there's a lot of motives for doing this. I think guys don't really want to post us on their social media, but the girl like probably like kind of makes you somehow like takes a photo with you and is like, oh my God, you should put that on your Instagram or your Facebook. And I, I totally understand all the motivations behind it, but I would suggest perhaps this, you know, when a woman gets pregnant, that the woman is not supposed to talk about the pregnancy until the second trimester. And the reason for that is because one in four fetuses die during the first trimester. I don't know if many people know this. The average miscarriage rate in the first trimester is 25%. That means most most women who tell people they're pregnant, well, not most, but a quarter of the women who tell people they're pregnant right away will lose the baby and then they have to go through the heartbreak of telling everyone they lost the baby. And that is how I feel about relationships. I don't think you should announce a relationship, in fact, to anyone, let alone on social media, until it's in the second trimester. The question is, what is the second trimester? I'm not sure what that is. Uh, It needs to be, for me, I wouldn't, I need to be with someone at least a year exclusively before I would even consider putting them on my social media or even telling the general public. And I mean, I know like I'm on a public forum, but even I tell my very close little circle of friends when I'm seeing someone and how it's going, but I don't tell anyone else, you know, except for you guys who listen to this podcast, but I really don't because it's in its infancy and you don't know if it's going to work out. And then you have to explain to everyone what the fuck happened. And 90% of the time, it's my fault. I screw up and that could be you. You know, maybe you're the fuck up in your life. Maybe you're the one that's going to ruin the relationship. Then do you want to have to tell all your friends, you know what? Uh, Derek dumped me because I slept with his friend at a party. I'm not saying that you would do that and I've never done that, like I'm not a cheater, but whatever the reason is, you don't wanna have to explain that to all your your people. So I say, don't make your relationship public until you know you feel it's, it's really gonna be a long-term thing. And then put it out there, go for it, why not? I probably never will. I also get like a nauseous feeling when I see couples in profile photos. I have an issue with this. You do what you want though. If it makes you happy, I'm not judging anyone. I just think you're your own person. So suddenly when your profile turns into two people, in my mind, I'm like, but now are you not a person anymore? Like you're not your own unique individual. Now you're suddenly half of a couple. I don't ever want to be half of something. I just want to be my own person who happens to have this great dude on the side who knows how to dick it down and treats me really well. I got to stop talking like that. That's another thing I've learned. Here's something I learned recently. Guys don't like it when you talk like a guy. I mean, they might think it's cute and funny at first, but you don't want to say things like dick it down in front of a guy, especially on a date. I've been trying to curb my date language because... (laughs) 
couple dates I've been on recently, there's been kids around and I might have a tendency to drop an F-bomb or two. What I realize is guys like girls that are into some guy stuff, but still girly. I'm trying to push the girlier angle. So lately I've been dressing more girly. Like when I go on dates, I still act dudish, but I wear girlier clothes. And I think that that combination seems to be somewhat effective for me. Um, Oh, here's an interesting thing I haven't told you guys. I've been kind of seeing this guy. I talked about him on the last podcast for a while. Like I'd say at least, I don't know, two months or something like that. We've been hanging out. We have not had sex. It's like high school dating. No, it's like middle school dating. (laughs) Like I've never really... I've never really done this. Like I've always wanted to do this where I date someone for a while and don't sleep with them. But you know, it's hard in this day and age because number one, well, I'm in my thirties, so I'm very horny. Women in their thirties, I talk about this on stage. I don't know if guys understand. We're like teenage boys. Like we think about sex as much as you did when you were like 13, if you can imagine that. It's insane. And I heard it gets worse when you get closer to 40 because your body's running out of time to make a kid. So suddenly all the hormones are just like, fuck everyone, even if you don't want to. And you don't, you won't, you know, maybe, or maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe you have a better life than me. I'm a little bit prudish when it comes to that. So I actually have to wait and fuck the people that I am like so attracted to. I can't help myself. But the thing is with this guy, I'm so attracted to him, but we had a barrier in the way of us having sex. And the barrier was he has no penis. I'm kidding. Totally joking. He's a eunuch. So, uh, no, I'm kidding. The barrier is, you know, this is what sucks, by the way, about podcasting alone is if someone else is here, they would laugh at that because that's a great joke, but no one is here. So I hope you laughed at home. Uh, Anyway, here's the barrier. He works in my field. And so... I have been adamant for years about not dating another, you know, actor slash comedian because I am, well, not a masochist completely. I mean, if it doesn't end well, then you're in this like awful situation where you are at work and you have to see this person and you have to go on stage and tell jokes in front of them. And, you know, it could be a very awkward situation to be in. Um, or, you know, watch him show up at a show with another date or you show up with another date and it sucks. So, so when I met this guy, we decided we were just going to keep it chill and be friends and we started hanging out, but we have a lot of chemistry. So we started, you know, making out at the end of the hangouts. I'm not supposed to call them dates because he calls them the hangouts or meetups or whatever the fuck. The point is, So we've now been hanging out for a couple months and making out and no sex. So now it's entered into this weird territory because one, I've never done this. Two, we're both kind of developing feelings because we talk every day and we hang out and we make out, but we aren't having sex. So there's kind of feelings there, but no one really has a right to feel too much because we haven't hooked up. And, and then on top of that, we're sort of 
still not sure if it's a good idea to hook up, so we're kind of fighting it, which makes it extra hot because it's the taboo of the situation. It's kind of like if you fall in love with someone who has a girlfriend or a husband or uh, whatever, a wife, then, you know, you you don't want to hook up because you're trying to be a good person, but you also can't help the way you feel, so you're fighting it, and then that fighting it makes it hotter. So what I'm saying is I don't know what to do. I've looked for every reason to not like this guy. Like, you know, I'm like trying to create problems about him in my head, like things that I don't like so that I don't go there. But the truth is, I think it's going to happen. I think we've, we've little, like we finally hit a tipping point where we're going to have to do it or stop hanging out because the makeouts are getting hotter. And I am getting pissed because I'm not trying to be friends with someone I make out with. If I want to fuck you, it's eventually it's got to happen or I'm out the door. I'm like a guy. I don't wait forever. I'll wait. I'm waiting. I'm like the guy. But here's the, here's the thing. The point of the story is this. I haven't done this in a long time. Maybe ever dated someone this long without the sex. It's so rare now. And I know guys always you're in a hurry to fuck And girls, I think we feel some level of pressure. I always feel like if I don't have sex with a guy by date number or whatever, that he's going to lose interest. But the truth is, it's been the most amazing thing I've ever done dating-wise. And I highly recommend it. I can't believe I'm saying this. I sound so like, uh, like I should leave this podcast and go straight to church. But if you can do it, like guys, if you can do it, or you can date a girl for a couple months and not pressure her at all to have sex. I mean, the great thing in this scenario is there's absolutely zero pressure from this guy because he's been feeling the same way about it that I have, which is not sure if it's a good idea, you know? And I also told him, now that we got to know each other, I kind of was like, you know, once we do hook up, it's going to mean something. It's not going to be like, this can't turn into like a booty call situation now because I like you. And I think he feels the same. So it's basically, it's kind of cool because I really know him and genuinely like him now as a person. And and we've already had a couple little, you know, not fights, but like moments of disagreement or I get annoyed or he gets annoyed. It's almost like a relationship without the sex, which sounds fucking terrible. And it kind of is. But in some ways... I feel like I've already gotten to see how he would handle a fight. I've already gotten to see like how he treats me because he didn't know if he was going to get the sex or not. So now the sex is going to be like this bonus layer on this cool thing that we already have going, maybe. Or I could be wrong and this could completely blow up in both our faces, which is very possible, but I am at least going to fuck this guy first because I did not put in all this work to not get laid. So, so... The point is, you guys got to try this. I, maybe I'm, this is no news to anyone, but I just don't think anyone does this anymore. And by the way, on the side, I say, if you need to, keep fucking someone. And girls are going to hate me for recommending this. But like, if you need to fuck somebody to keep from pressuring the girl you really like, go fuck some hoe, you know, or some booty call. I know for me, I've been still dating people the entire time that I've been talking to this guy. So I've been going out with other people and trying to keep my options open. If I want to hook up, I do because I want to, you know, not put too much pressure on this situation in my own head or on the guy, but I would suggest trying it out. So this is, uh, 
This has been great so far. I feel really good about this episode, guys. I feel like now that we're going, we're steamrolling. It's good. It's not too weird to not have a guest. I thought it'd be super weird. I, uh, I'm going to go into some of your questions now, guys. So uh, hold up for a second so I can pull up these questions. All right, guys. Time to get into the Q&A. I got these questions now. So some of these are so funny. You guys are so interesting. I just want you to know that I love and value all of you equally. Um, the first question that I have here is, is it okay to date your second cousin if no one in your family minds? <laughs> um, I don't know the legalities of dating when it comes to family members. I know that there are laws. I also am not a geneticist or a scientist, and I don't know how deep into, I don't know how far out you need to go in terms of your bloodline for you to date someone you're related to without the possibility of your child being born with some serious problems. I think that if you, you know, you mix, you mix your, your genetic DNA together that you can have kids with issues. Um, (laughs) so I would say probably as a rule, just don't date your cousins, you know, second, third, uh, down. First of all, who wants to, I mean, at some point, wherever you go, people say, how did you meet? And then you have to say, you know, we met at a family reunion and they go, oh, was he with a date of someone else there that you're related to? And you're like, no, he's my second cousin or she's my second cousin. And then that person will judge you, you know, and then they're going to think that you're real weird for doing that. So if you're, if you're okay with everyone thinking you're weird when there's many options out there for you to choose from, if you feel you got to go date your cousin, I would suggest against it is what I'm saying. I had a really hot cousin growing up, so hot, and he was like really popular and all the girls in my school liked him. And actually, we weren't even related by blood. We were related by marriage. So I really could have, if I wanted to, I could have made a move there, you know. But he is my cousin, and people knew. So I didn't want people to be like, oh, my God, Kate's hooking up with her hot cousin. And so I I didn't. And I'm just saying that might be a, a safe bet for you. But you do, you know, you do you. Uh there you go. Next question. That was a great one though. I want to thank you for that. And you, you do what you want to do and just don't blame me when, uh, you know, it it goes badly because it will. Uh, I'm in a relationship, but I have very strong feelings for my coworker. I also have very strong feelings for my girlfriend and I'm not sure what to do. Oh, wow. Well, you have a girlfriend. So I would say you've got two options. One, you tell the girlfriend, I don't want to be exclusive because I have, you know, I have feelings for someone else, but I still have feelings for you too. So maybe I can date both of you and see how that goes. I don't think that's going to go over well. I think you'll probably end up minus one girlfriend and then you'll shoot your shot with the new girl and maybe she'll be into you and maybe she'll shoot you down. So I'm not sure. I would say in that scenario, you keep the girl you've got because you already like her and you let the other one go. You can always you know, put her in the spank bank. 
Here's the other option, though, is, you know, a lot of girls nowadays are getting a little more okay with the idea of a threesome. So maybe you lightly present the concept of a threesome. Now, this is a very, very careful scenario, okay? Now, for the girls listening, I think sometimes I come off as pro-guy. I am not pro-guy. I am pro chick. I'm a girl's girl. I never sleep with guys that have girlfriends, at least that I know of on purpose. And I would never touch a married guy. And if, if one of my girlfriends even is remotely interested in a guy that hits on me, I won't even go there. Uh, but I will say that the older I get, the more I'm starting to realize how much like men are such sexual creatures. And so what I've found is I think if you can like let a guy have a little bit of leeway in the sex department, if you can find a way within yourself to go, I'm not going to be this crazy, this crazy chick who's super jealous when it comes to sex and physicality, because I realize it's just sex for men. Like a guy could put his dick in a, in a, can of soda. I mean, it wouldn't fit and it would hurt and it would cut his dick. Let, let me find another. A guy could cut a hole in like an orange and stick his dick in it and like feel the same amount of emotion he feels fucking another woman. Literally. Like to guys, it's just, it's primal if there aren't feelings. And so what I've started to realize is if you give him a little leeway in the sex department and you can tell yourself like it doesn't mean anything then that guy might treat you a lot better. And he might not, but I just think that we try to put these, you know, it's like when you were young and your parents were like, you're not allowed to watch. I was not allowed to watch 90210. My mom was like, you can't watch that show. It's too adult or married with children. And then, or Baywatch. There were all these shows and my mom was like, you can't watch these. Those were all the shows I wanted to sneak the most and watch. And I did. And if, it hadn't been a big deal. I probably wouldn't have even cared or really watched those shows. So that's how I feel about putting the kibosh on outside sexual activity. If you are jealous, maybe you could get into a threesome. You know, I had a threesome not too long ago that was so much fun. It doesn't have to be a weird thing. But let's just say you go to your girl and you're like, you got to be careful how you do this. You got to be like, babe, you're so hot. You're so amazing. I love you so much or whatever. If you're not in the love place, whatever it is. God, our sex is so hot. Like, you know what would be so hot to me is to see you with another girl. Don't say to fuck you and another girl. Don't make it about you fucking this other chick, okay? Don't get greedy, motherfuckers. Like, if you get there, that's good, all right? But just even the idea of seeing your girl with another girl should be good, should be hot, and is a start. These are baby steps, okay? So you tell her, I'd be into seeing you with another girl. I just think it would be so hot because you're so hot. Now, here's an important part of this story. The girl might say, what girl? Who would you want to see me with? Very important. You don't know and haven't thought about it, okay? Even if you have someone in your head, even if you're like, oh, your friend Becky, I want to fuck the shit out of Becky. No, no, you do not name someone, okay? This is when you just go, I don't even know. I mean, I haven't really thought about 
who because the idea seems so crazy just every once in a while I just think like how hot it would be I don't know who would you want to would is there someone you think is hot like who do you think is hot put it on the girl okay trust me when I tell you one if I'm having a threesome I better get to pick the girl because at the end of the day I'm going to be kind of hooking up with that girl too. I want the girl to be somebody that I think is hot and cool and I'm comfortable with. If you guys, if if your girl picks someone who's a little less hotter than her, fucking man up and be grateful that she picks someone at all. Because maybe she will. Maybe she'll be like, well, my friend Julie. And you're like, God damn it. I was hoping for Becky. Julie's a six. Who cares? You're still getting two girls. It's a start. You got to start from somewhere. You got to have the first threesome and you got to make her think that, you know, she's still the one after the other one leaves and that the other one wasn't as good as her. Very important part of the threesome is to make sure she knows the other one was great, but not as good as her, that she's the best. And then she can bring in hotter girls. So what I'm saying is, to the guy that asked, I have feelings for my coworker. Maybe there's a way you can eventually get this chick into a threesome with you, <laughs> you and your girl. I have the most warped, fucked up brain, by the way. Like most people would probably say, don't, you know, don't, don't cheat and don't do anything about it. Stay with your girl. But I don't know. I just think if you want to make something last, you have to find ways to spice up the bedroom department. And this is a great way to do that is to try to maybe have a threesome. So um, I'm curious what the girls think though. Like my female listeners, like I'm curious how many of you would be open to a threesome. I will confess that the threesomes that I've had were, I was a guest star in every scenario except for one. And the only time I had another girl with a guy that I was actually with, he did not fuck that girl. We kind of hooked up and then he fucked me but that was a long time ago. And now I think I would be fine with whatever because I've just, I've, I'm damaged. I'm more damaged than ever. And I just, I have friends that do this. You know, I have a good friend, him and his fiance have threesomes all the time. And he says, uh, an important thing for them. And I think this is cool is after the threesome, you know, the third party leaves, they don't let her stay. And when she leaves, he always fucks his girl again, which I think is very romantic. And he tells her how much better she is and he loves her. So I think that's a great way to make the, uh, the threesome go down, so to speak. Okay, next question. All right, you guys are sending the best questions. This is, <laughs> you guys crack me up. Um, <clears throat> this is a great question. Hi, Kate. I knocked out my front tooth two years ago on New Year's Eve. I wear a replacement tooth when I go to work or when I'm around family, but I don't care about wearing it at any other time. If you meet a guy who's missing a tooth, is that an automatic no? Or are you willing to date him? That's a really funny question because I actually had a, this exact scenario happen because I had a date with a guy who's a hockey player and he uh, messaged me the day of the date and he said, hey, so I do want to go out with you, but I just a heads up that um, I knocked out a tooth and my new tooth isn't in yet. And so if I, you know, you're going to meet me with no tooth, but I normally have a tooth. So because he gave me a heads up and I was like, well, I know he has another tooth coming. I still went out with him. And I hate to say this is so shallow to say 
would I not date a guy who's missing a tooth? You know, I want to say I date a guy who's missing a tooth. I mean, I dated a guy who was missing fingers. I dated a guy for months who was missing some fingers and I didn't care, you know, but a tooth, it's just, there's something weird about a missing tooth. It just, I don't know why I, I, you don't have to have perfect teeth. I don't have perfect teeth, but I really like a guy to have his teeth. So I would say this. If I know you have the tooth and you're just not wearing it because you didn't care, I would probably be a little annoyed. Like, why can't you put your tooth in? I think that's fair. I mean, that's like, I don't know. It's like a girl not shaving her armpits. Like, would you want to date a girl that doesn't shave her armpits? If she has the option to shave them, why wouldn't she shave them? I think it's the same thing. I think if you have a tooth, you wear the tooth. But... Would I date a guy who's missing a tooth? If I was really crazy about him and he was hot otherwise and cool and funny and good in bed and I guess maybe, but like, if you have a tooth, fucking wear your tooth. Why would you not wear the tooth? Wear the tooth. The answer is wear the tooth. All right, that's that's my answer. I'm sorry, uh, but there you go. So that's a, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for asking. Uh, let's see. I got more questions in here. Would you trust a Craigslist hookup? Uh, no. (laughs) The short answer is no. Why would you be trolling Craigslist for hookups in the first place when there are so many dating apps? There's Bumble, there's Tinder, which is awful, by the way. I think Tinder is like the Ross dress for less of dick and pussy. Like, I don't understand people that use Tinder still. The only reason I go on Tinder is to fuck with people. There are a million better dating apps. Happen, Raya, Bumble. I don't know. Those are the only ones I use, but I know there's more. Twitter, Instagram. How about Instagram? Use Instagram to meet people. It's so easy. Like, here's something that I do. I go on Instagram, I type in a location where I frequent regularly, like Griffith Park or Equinox or, you know, my gym, whatever. And then I look through photos from that location. And then if I see a hot guy who goes to that location regularly also, I like a few of his photos to see if he follows me. And then I'll DM him because I'm like, oh, he has the same interests as me. At least he goes to the same gym or goes to the same park. or So maybe we'll have other things in common and he's local and he's hot. So that's a, to me, that's like a great way to kind of get to meet someone. You don't need to use Craigslist. Who, why, why? No. Uh, one thing that I did in the past though on Craigslist that you could try if you are going to go down the Craigslist route is I wrote a missed connection. But I wrote a missed connection for a person I would love to meet who wasn't real. Like, have you ever gone on Craigslist and read the missed connections and they say like, I saw you at the grocery store. You're so beautiful. You're blonde, blue eyed. You're buying pizza and you had your chihuahua with you. And it was nine o'clock on Wednesday night. And I should have asked for your number, but I didn't because I'm dumb. So please message me here and let's meet. So they're missed connections. So people write these hoping like the person will see it and contact them. But what I did is I wrote a missed connection for someone I would want to meet, hoping that someone like that would send me a message. Like my message was like, hi, you're really hot. You're half black, 
half white with tattoos. I saw you at the gym. Um, you smelled good, like you were wearing cologne, even though you work out and you you looked like a guy that has a good job, like you were wearing like name brand workout gear like Nike or Adidas. I didn't notice, but I, I noticed that it was nice. Like you didn't look like you bought it at Salvation Army. And um, you were laughing a lot at your buddy who was like, every once in a while he'd come by and talk to you and you would laugh. Like you look like you had a great sense of humor. And if this is you, please contact me, hoping that a hot guy who fit that description with a good sense of humor and a good job who works out would send me a message. And I got like 45 messages from people being like, it's me, let's fuck. That was, <laughs> I forgot about that. So it didn't really work, but um, that's the only way I condone the use of Craigslist for collecting, uh, trying to meet somebody. So that's it. Um, let's see. This is just a funny DM that I got. And uh I, oh, where is this one? I got to read this one to you guys. I got the funniest DM and I decided that I need to teach you guys not to go one message too far in the DM. So sometimes uh, you guys will DM a girl and you get a little excited. Stop while you're ahead. This DM says, hi, OMG, I spend hours watching you on Joey Diaz. You're so funny and relatable. Thank you. Um, and off the record, so damn hot. Much love to you. Take care and keep doing your thing, girl. P.S. 24-7 masturbating to your profile. Much love. <laughs> All right. Now this, I was going to write him back because the first message was so nice. And then he went one step too far, which I do. I'm a sexual out there and I talk about sex on here and stuff. But keep the DMs polite. And, and don't get sexual with girls too soon. It's such a turnoff, guys. Like, I know you get excited and you just want to say something like, like, I had a guy recently, we were going to go on a first date and we're texting back and forth before the first date. And he said, um, where should we, where should we meet? And I said, well, here's the area I live in. And he said, great. Why don't we meet at this spot? What did he say? Why don't we get a drink at this bar? And then if everything goes well, we can get breakfast at this other spot in the morning. Ha ha ha. I know he's trying to be funny, but in my mind, it was like immediate turnoff because I'm like, this guy's already joking about sex. He hasn't even met me yet. I mean, I know he's kidding and I'm a comedian and I should just laugh that off, but it's like, it's... Girls get approached for like straight up just sex or hit on sexually all the time. So if you're a guy that flirts, like it's great to compliment a girl and let her know that you think she's hot, but you can do it in a way without it coming off as like, I can't wait to fuck you, which is so annoying. We know you want to fuck us. We know, we know, we know. Like it's not a secret that guys want to fuck, but... Pull back the reins just a little on the talk of that until girls will bring that shit up, by the way. Like when it starts to get flirty, like the guy I haven't slept with yet, you know, like I'll send him a text and be like, I feel like we've already had sex because I thought about you when I got off just now. I'll make it sexual. He doesn't need to because the girl does it. All right. Well, I don't know if I have anything else to say today. I feel actually like this was really fun. I feel like 
I like answering your guys' questions and I hope you keep sending them. Maybe we'll do more of this. Maybe I'll try to do some bonus episodes um, where I answer questions. I I wish I had more girl questions. I know you all send them and uh, I wasn't planning to do this episode, so I didn't I didn't collect too many, but if you keep sending them, I'd be happy to keep answering them. And I really, really, really mean this. You guys send me the nicest messages about the podcast and I appreciate all of you for listening and for following. And this has been really fun and it's growing really quickly. And that's because of you guys. So please keep sharing it with your friends and tell people to listen to it. And, uh, and what else? Um, you can catch me if you're in, uh, if you're in Alaska, I'll be in Alaska, I think, uh, next weekend. Yeah. With Brian Redband, we're doing two shows at Coots in Anchorage. I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. Uh, I'm going to be in Columbus coming up, uh, third weekend of July at the Funny Bone with Chad Zumok and Jim Florentine doing a show at my hometown, Canton, Ohio at the Oracle Theater in July as well. And then I've got a whole week in Vegas, the last week of July at the Las Vegas Laugh Factory. So make sure you guys Get on all that, and then August, I'll be in Minneapolis, Phoenix, and Edmonton. So lots of shows coming up. Make sure you guys are following me so you can get the updates on that, and make sure you guys check out the Patreon if you want to support the podcast. Even $2 a month is amazing. I love you guys so much, and I uh, I hope I get to meet all of you in person soon. This has been Date Fails, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Bye.